The Our Global God podcast wishes to thank the following sponsor for their support of the mission of One Plus God Ministries. Contact Liberty Chiropractic for all your health and wellness needs. They specialize in chiropractic adjustments and nutrition response testing, utilizing standard process products. Call 937-465-2500 to set up your appointments. One Plus God Ministries makes it possible for any individual, group, or church to go on a global short-term missions trip. You say when, where, and what you want to do, and they make it happen. Locally, they also do retreats for business people, men, women, families, and couples. This nonprofit has a missions heart and wants missions to be a part of your life every day, everywhere. The host of this series, Our Global God, is Vinan DeVitt, also known as Pastor Wayne, director and founder of One Plus God. Friends uh, of One Plus God Ministries, uh, we're so excited about this series, Our Global God. And for this specific series, we're going to focus on God's letters to the church as we find them in Revelation 2 and 3 and how they speak to the church at large, whether it's here or in South Africa or wherever. My name is Wayne DeVitt. And I have with me for this series, Anneli Janse van Rensburg, all the way from South Africa. So excited to have you with us, Anneli. Thank you. Thank you for the privilege to be here and to record this podcast with Wayne. And um, Anneli had been in ministry now for um, 27 years. 27 yeah. years. Her ministry is called Ministry Through Movement. Um, Anneli, just in a sentence or two, tell us mainly what, what is Ministry Through Movement. Can, can you summarize a ministry of 27 years in uh, two sentences? <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't, but I think the Holy Spirit will be able to. You, you, um, can, take, you can take five <laughs> sentences too. <laughs> yes. Um, so Ministry Through Movement is basically working with very, very poor people in a town called Whitbank. Emalacheni is the new name um, in South Africa. And we focus on movement in the sense that we call people, as we are instructed in the Great Commission, to follow Christ and we use creative ways with movement like sport, programs, academic assistance, whatever, in order so that they can accept the invitation of Jesus to come to him and find the rest. And then we teach the people, as instructed in the Great Commission, to be disciples of Jesus and then to go out and become part of it. So when we started this ministry, there were um, like five people that were involved and because I think we follow this discipleship model, we are currently 48 people that works for the ministry. Oh, wow. And um, and then you, how many children do you serve on a regular basis? So basically, if, um, if we just take into consideration with the children we feed daily, it's 305. And then if we take all the children that we um, reached through the sport ministry, um, youth in um, prison ministry and hospital ministry, I think we um, get in touch with at least a thousand children per week. Oh my. 
So started with five people and now serving, um, you know, thousands, if yes. you include the families of those children, yes. right? Yes. So, um, Anneli, what a privilege to have you here today. Thank you. What, what a privilege to be in, in a place where God uses us, right? Yes. And, and he uses all of us, right? Everyone. And, um, mm. and we together form the body of, of Christ, which is also called the church, yes. right? It is global. It's not just local. Mm. Mm. Um, it spans across nations, a, across cultures, yes. and across time. And so we, we got in the first session, we, we got in our little, little um, time machine and we traveled back to, to the city of Sardis, and we learned qu quite a few interesting things from Sardis, you know, that they, they thought they were alive, but they're actually dead, and Jesus calling them to wake up while, while they thought, you know, we don't really have a thing to worry about, uh, we, we could just kind of cruise and sleep through things and she says no 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 i you know you need to wake up and and i can come like a thief in the night and so you you cannot just have your hot chocolate and you know <laughs> yes. and relax not 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 yet um yeah. and um today honestly we i'm so excited um th this is one of my favorite cities in western turkey um, the old asia minor one of these seven letters where john wrote it's the city of laodicea an, an incredible city. The city was, was actually on, on the crossroads of, of some prominent trade roads of the day. And, and they were a, a, an incredible big city. Mm -hmm. um, huge textile products that they had there. They were, they were literally world-renowned especially clothes made from fine black wool oh, okay. um so so i think the ladies would have loved to go there you know <laughs> like let's let's get the fashion fashion of the day uh, i guess it was for paris of um of the ancient world at that, that time they had, they had an incredible medical school um you know i i, I know you've you've had a, a man that that had struggled with his eyes horribly right yes. and um, and and just served powerfully still in ministry even up to a point where he could barely see and and so our eyes are just so so important mm -hmm. right yes um, and so they actually made a powdered Phrygian sandstone salve <laughs> I don't know about you Anneli but that doesn't excite me too much <laughs> no, no definitely <laughs> <laughs> my, my eyes are hurting today how are you going to help me well we're going we'll to grind up the sandstone <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yes, you know uh, the, the, the medical world came far, right? So yes. powdered Frisian sandstone. Please don't ask me how on earth that that got into uh, into a salve, but that's what they used, and it was, you know, I guess it was successful. Um, you know, they, they, they were incredibly rich, so rich that when when their um, city at at some point was destroyed by an earthquake in 60 A.D. Rome offered to help them and they refused help. So so imagine <laughs> imagine you are here in America where we have I don't I know in South Africa we don't have too many you know natural um, disasters, natural disasters mm. right but but no. here we have so many you know earthquakes or hurricanes or um, things like this and so imagine you you have this happening to a city this big hurricane comes through your city and the federal government says we are here to help and and you go like nope don't need it you know no worries we've got this <laughs> Yeah, it's I mean, un unheard of. <laughs> yes. Imagine on the leads of Africa, right? The government wants to help, and the town goes like, "Nope, we've got this. No worries." Yeah, 
but this was Laodicea, right? Mm. They had one problem. They did not have good water. They did not have good water. Okay, mm. so that mm. is what we need to keep in mind when we read the following about um, what Jesus tells them in uh, we are yeah again listeners you're welcome to open up your bibles you're welcome to open it up in revelation chapter 3 and you find the letter to laodicea in verses 14 to 22 the last portion of chapter 3 and um, the church to of loud there in laodicea and jesus says in verse 15 i know your deeds you know and and he says this to every church i know you and, and we shared previously both an encouraging and a little bit of a scary thing when Jesus knows all. And he connects with something that, that has to do with water. He says to them, uses a metaphor. He says to the church in Laodicea, you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. But you are lukewarm now and because you are lukewarm neither hot nor cold i'm about to spit you out of my mouth so um honestly that that's a pretty harsh thing to mm. hear right if mm. yeah, I, I wish you were either hot or cold but yes. so i'm going to t tell me honestly um kind of want to put you on the spot here quickly how many times have you heard people say you need to be on fire for the lord yeah Ample times. I, Ample I, times. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of... Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, a week will go by if you listen to different um, sermons and things. Yeah. You will definitely hear that. Yeah, and it's kind of to the opposite, right? You, you should not be cold, yes. right? You yes. should be on fire. Yeah. You should be yeah. hot for the Lord. You should not be cold. And, and, and that is not what we hear here, right? Yeah. What, what, what does Jesus say? You need yeah. to be... Well, at least not in the middle. Yeah, not in the middle, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so you can be hot and that'll be fantastic. Yeah. You can be cold, that'll be fantastic. Just don't be in the middle, don't yeah. be lukewarm. And he's like, what on earth? You mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. this is not a, a metaphor that you can work with. I can work with be on fire for yes. the Lord, don't be cold, yes. right? Like what we usually hear in sermons and teachings and Sunday yes. schools and all these yes. things, even in sayings, right? We say yeah. that even. Yeah. And you read that in books, but, but not... To be cold. Let, let's go out today and be ice cold for the Lord. What? <laughs> on earth is happening here yeah well and that's why laodicea is one of my favorite letters so uh, i've mentioned before one of the things that one plus god does is we take these bible tours with you and if you stand in laodicea and you would look towards the east the city of colossi is in the east um so laodicea had everything right great clothes this weird eye salve and gold and riches and wealth and all the stuff but they don't have good water but they have a lot of money so they look to the east they see the city of Colossae you can literally if you stand there you can see it kind of far away and what Colossae had was fantastic gold water I mean just the most amazing water so they let's use our money let's build an aqueduct and these were kind of like an above ground pipeline so the ancient way of moving water so they built this pipeline so the water runs all the way from Colossae to Laodicea what happens by the time it gets to Laodicea you want to guess on a <laughs> it's lukewarm it's like 
This water is terrible. You know, yeah. what did you do with our money, right? What did mm. you do with our uh, our gold? Yes. Do do something else with it. So yeah. so so you know, this fancy city folks come together. Like we've got this. We can solve this problem. Nothing's going to stand in our way. So if you would look to the north, then you would see the city of Eurapolis. And you can see the city of Eurapolis very, very clearly because it looks like a cotton castle. In fact, um, I would love to encourage the listeners, go and just Google cotton castle um, and you will see the images. It's this incredible thing that you find in, in, in Eurapolis that, 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 that you can see in Eurapolis or the modern day name for Eurapolis is Pamukkale. Pamukkale, so I'm going to try and spell that for you. P-A-M-U-K-K-A-L-E, Pamukkale. But honestly, if you would just Google Cotton Castle, it will it will show up. So there were hot water springs in Eurapolis. So they had fantastic hot water springs. People would go there if they got hurt or something, they have some back aches or whatever, they would go and sit in the hot water, they were in the war, they had, especially if they got burned somehow in, in a fight or whatever, they would go and it would be have a healing effect on them. They would go and sit in this water, have this healing effect. And, um, and this water, because it's hot water, spring water, had a high calcium in it and so you would have this calcite laden water and as it kind of comes out of the earth and flows down you have this calcite deposit and it would look like cotton you know and so they call it cotton castle and so so people go like we will get this great water from Eurapolis here you know and on the way over the year it will cool down and then we can drink it so we build another aqueduct Bring the water all the way over from Cotton Castle, from Eurapolis, from Pamukkale, all the way to Laodicea. What happens, Anneli? You want to guess? Lukewarm. <laughs> Lukewarm. <laughs> People drink it. It's like, oh, this is horrible. This is horrible. So what is Jesus actually saying, Anneli, when he says to the church, you need to be either hot or cold? What is he actually saying? Not to be lukewarm. Not to be lukewarm. Yep, exactly. Don't be in the middle. Mm -hmm. Make your life count, right? Yeah. Make a difference. Make a difference. So you have, you either need to be like hot water, that you're in this spring and, and it does something for you. And uh, my wife, Sumer, and I, um, honestly, we just had this most amazing experience. We, we were just to, to Alaska for some mission stuff, but then we add on like two days for some vacation time. And so this was incredible hot springs in Alaska. Um, so we're, it's like, uh, and again, you know, that's, that's something that has not been Americanized in my heart yet. I don't know how much Fahrenheit it is. So you need to go and Google it, friends. So minus 24 degrees Celsius outside. We are sitting in these hot pools outside. And the water on our hair gets so cold only that it freezes. So our hair is frozen, but we're enjoying this hot spring. And, and I, you know, I have some back issues and I'm just sitting in that water and this is fantastic, right? It was <laughs> wow. one of the most amazing experiences. And, 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 and even today, you can still go to Eurapolis and, um, oh, and, and enjoy okay. this. It, it, it's still there today. And so whether, you know, so whatever you do, 
may your life have an effect like these hot water springs or like a cold water on a hot day and you drink that cold water and it makes you feel better you know so only if you look at at ministry whether it's your ministry in south africa or in general you know and you and you hear this about the church in laodicea um whether it's church or ministry what what stirs in your heart what what would you like to share with us today okay so we need to make it practical to know exactly what does it mean to be lukewarm christians yeah and for me what i have figured out is that we need to become two mile people so two mile people yeah love that yeah we need to become two mile people. people because one of the biggest reasons is that when we do ministry or when we are church and we do everything correctly very little conversations are started about just being church do your service do sunday school do youth group in the ministry you take food to people you run this wonderful program but when it comes to a time where jesus or or, or he said that if you are asked to do this which we are asked in the bible but you decide i will do something extra for you it is the time when conversations actually starts where people say you know there's a lot of churches but you guys came to us when covid was hitting and nobody had food mm. you took the risk mm. of coming to my house not in the house because we also need to be obedient to the government laws but above all i need to be obedient to god's laws and go and mm. put the food parcel in front of their homes mm. and then they can go and get that you're not only water you're cold water yes yes but w- when we are just being church and not have a heart for missions not a mission orientated church i'm afraid we are lukewarm churches mm. Mm. and um definitely not pleasing to god so for me the two mile people like we've said is is sort of contradictory things that comes from that and that means that we will lead by serving so it's one thing to to be a leader but you know it it doesn't sort of make sense um we surrender to win we die to live we give away to keep well you need to say that again you need to say it again so so we so we we lead by serving and then say say that again okay i want listeners you need to have a pen and paper ready okay <laughs> uh, this, this is awesome you need to write this down and then write I, a book about it right yes <laughs> yes that will be amazing but in any case so what we have discovered to be two mile people in other words to be either hot water or cold water we need to lead by serving we need to surrender to win surrender to win we need to die to live die to live and give away to keep 
give away to keep. Yes. Wow. You cannot stop there. You have to say something <laughs> else too. That's just so good. Yeah. So basically, I think when um, they were taught this of carrying somebody who you don't like the load even another mile, mm. it could have easily mm. be, been seen as an obstacle. Mm. But we need to change obstacles in opportunities. So here is an obstacle. Okay, I need to carry this another mile. I need to take the risk to go out to areas where it will not be safe for me. But it is an opportunity to be either hot or cold. So when we think of our own lives, making it personal, when we have been harmed and we forgive, that mm. means we, are, we became the second mile people. If people curse us and mm. we bless them, we become second mile people mm. or we become cold or hot springs or mm. cold water, mm. refreshing water. Mm. And then, of course, when people gossip about us and we decide we're going to pray for them, that is how we prevent ourselves from becoming lukewarm. So, which also means that you can use those things to kind of see if you're only a one-mile person, <laughs> you know, to see are you are you actually lukewarm, right? Yeah. Because we can we can so easily fool ourselves. Would, would you agree yeah. with me, Anneli? Yes. You know, yeah. as a church, as a ministry, as in your, you could just so easily fool yourself. We, we've actually become. I, I guess another word is you've become complacent, right? Yes. Um, yes. And and Jesus says, I don't want that from you. Mm. I don't want you to be complacent. Mm. Yes. Um, I want you to be absolutely all in. Yeah. Laodicea is just a either or. It's right. It's contrasts are so immense, which make me think, what is the contrasts? that we need to pursue and I, I realize that it's either comfort or radical service. Right. And that's it. Right, right, right. Love that. So contrast is also another way for us to, to double check ourselves, yeah. right? Am I yeah. lukewarm or not? Yeah. Is there contrast, a clear contrast in the way that I think about things, in the way that I talk, in the way that I do things, the way that we serve is there a contrast between how the world does this and how we do it how the world says this and how we do it how the world forgives and we forgive how the world shows love how we show love um how, how the world serve and how we serve yes is there a contrast yeah love yeah. that yeah and 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 jesus is you know, not playing around, right? Respectfully said. I yeah, mean, he says, no, if, if you no. are lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. He, he says, you guys say, verse 17, I am rich. I have acquired wealth and, and do not need a thing. Jesus says, you don't realize that you are wretched, that you are pitiful, that you are poor. Laodicea would go like, we are not, you know, <laughs> that you are blind. Laodicea would say, Look at our weird ISAF that we have going on. You know, you mm. are naked. Laodicea would say, look at our fancy black clothes. You know, mm. we've kind mm. of hit the sweet mm. spot here. Mm. Jesus says, no, 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 no. 
I counsel you, verse 18, to buy from me yes. gold refined in the fire so that you can become rich. But buy from me white clothes to wear so that you can cover your shameful nakedness. Buy from me salve to put on your eyes so you can see. So, Anneli, what, what is, what is Jesus' solution, in other words, to, to become these second mile people? For me, it will be to see. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that we at Sof is mentioned <laughs> um, <laughs> just because they, they had some more space um, to write it down. Um, yeah. the, th- the thing is, I, w- while you're reading this, what they say, we've got this, we've got this, we've got this, I imagine him, uh, Christ, saying that, open your eyes and see to whom does it really belong. Mm. Because the way that you see this will influence how you use it. It's not yours Mm. unless Mm. you use it to do Mm. radical service. Mm. 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 So I think, yeah. So you see behind your money only a bank. You see behind your money only your your employer that pays you. You see behind your your bank. Your own work. Yes, yes. I mean, I've heard people saying, I'm sorry, I'm not going to help this guy because I have earned this money wow. i have earned this house well, this cause yeah and God i'm sorry did, they don't see to God whom takes it belongs. away your health in a, in a minute and yes. then you know and then you will yeah, see yeah is it really you who yeah. earned it yeah so if we cannot see behind our clothes jesus instead of macy's or calls yeah we're in trouble right yes if if we cannot see behind our doctor who gave the isaf you know, our Lord, yeah. we're, we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. And so you're saying when Jesus says, buy from me, we need to be able to look back and see is, can we see Jesus yeah. clearly? Yeah. And if we can, then that would definitely ignite in us a two mile lifestyle. Yes. <laughs> a a uh, second hot. mile, a second mile <laughs> lifestyle. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Be, be a relieving, relieve the world of, the, of its pain as much as you can or bring refreshing water. Yeah, make a difference. Make a difference. Be, be a hot spring mm. in the dead of winter in Alaska yeah. Yeah. Or, or be a ice cold Coke in yeah. South Africa after you ran yes. away from the lion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but let your life make a remarkable i love that word that you used on the contrast yes type of difference yes. right otherwise otherwise we've probably become complacent yes. and then that means that that jesus will will spit us out that and then he, he, he says this is so beautiful he says verse 19 those whom i love i rebuke and discipline so be earnest you know be serious mm. about this stuff mm. re- re- repent so, uh, you know, so so he's saying this to us because he loves us, right, Anneli? Yes. Not, not, not because he's upset with his children, trying to be a bad God with a cane just ready to hit us and smack us around, you know. He's, because he's loving us. He's saying, please look carefully at your life. And then he says, remember where I'm at, right? I stand at the door, verse 20, and I knock. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. I'm not far away. Yeah. I'm right here. That's why I see, right? Because yeah. I'm not far away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what should you do? Can, can I just encourage you as listeners today? 
you know, if you are far from God or whether you know somebody else that's far from him, take this invitation to them. Jesus says, verse 20, I stand at the door and I knock. And if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. I wonder, Anneli, if you can close with a prayer for us this session today here. And, and just if there is somebody out there that, that needs to open that door, that they would take that step today to open that door or to go and tell somebody else, hey, there's a Lord that would love to come in and dine with you. Mm. Listeners, let, let, let us pray. Heavenly Father, first of all, I want to say thank you that you know us so very well and that you know every listener so very well. And because you know us, you know what we truly need and how we can truly find peace and wealth and that is by living a two-mile life or a life of contrast of radical service and I pray that you will not stop knocking on the doors mm. of those who have yet to open and I pray that those who have heard the knock loud and clear but is a bit afraid to open that they will be encouraged by this message this morning and open the door yes and allow you to come in and have this beautiful feast with you so that they can also experience how being warm or cold mm. help in this world mm. actually brought the real wealth the real mm. peace you know what we need and that's why you rebuke us that's mm. why you're trying to nudge us to go into a different direction mm. and i pray for those who know of people where jesus has been knocking for a while to just um go and encourage that people those people to open the door pray this in the name of jesus our savior amen Anneli, thank you so much. A again, dear friends, if you want to know more about Ministry Through Movement, feel free to go to oneplusgod.org and go to Get Involved, Featured Ministries, and you'll find Ministry Through Movement there. You can also donate to Anneli's ministry there um, through the One Plus God website. Um, they have an enormous need. They're doing incredible work. Um, again, thank you so much for joining us today, Anneli. So awesome to have you here in America, all the way from South Africa, and doing this series, this podcast series with us. Um, friends, thank you for joining us. May you have a wonderful, blessed day. Bye-bye. Contact OnePlusGod Ministries at OnePlusGod.org to reserve your trip, attend a retreat, or invite Pastor Wayne as a speaker. OnePlusGod.org the Rise of Him Podcast Network.